0: Become an iMatter member of Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast by texting iMatter to the following number, 855-717-1272. Again, that's 855-717-1272. And get all the exclusive and premier information concerning Mental Health Matters with Marty and the podcast. Also, visit my website at mentalhealthmarty.com. Com. Again, that's MentalHealthMarty.com. There you will find some amazing merchandise to support you in your journey of maintaining your mental health and wellness. Welcome to the Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast. My name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California, where the sun is always shining. And I will serve as your host and mental health hygienist. This podcast is designed to challenge your stinking thinking and your maladaptive thoughts surrounding mental health and wellness to move you from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. Don't continue to secretly suffer in silence in the shadow of shame, but speak up, speak out, and live. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Listen, so glad that you are here. It's been a year since we have been in this lockdown situation, and I wanted to address it today. I mean, we are here at a year later. And if I had to title today's episode, it would be, bro, you good? You need to talk to someone. I mean, we went home on March 15th, 2020, with, expect, with the expectation of just being home for two weeks. But it turned into 52 plus weeks. And as of today, I am fully vaccinated. And you all know my story that back in July of 2020, I had COVID and my son brought my son on and he shared his story with us and how he, you know, gave COVID unknowingly to myself, my mother, my brother, my business partner. And we had a lot of healing to do as a result of that. But in looking at it and looking at all of the situation a year later, my question still is, bro, you good? And I know that that doesn't, for, for, for those who are not uh, of the black and brown communities, maybe that just doesn't make sense. But it really is asking the question, are you all right? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you dealing with your emotions? You know, and how are you making it from day to day? Because so many of us are struggling Just to make it, it's been rough. I wish I could say it's been a, enjoyable year, which I can say that has been a great year. It has been mind-blowing for so many of us, and many of us have struggled with our mental health and just making it from day to day. And let me say this, if you are here and listening to this uh, episode today, I want to salute you. You made it through one of the toughest years of your life, and you are still here that's worth celebrating and I wanted to take this moment to celebrate life we're celebrating life y'all and that we made it through a time we have never seen before and I pray to God that it's a struggle that we will never have to see again because it was so difficult there were so many lies and so many Uh, Adversities on every hand. Not only did we have to deal with COVID, but we had to deal with so many other uh, circumstances that constantly bombarded us, that constantly made us uneasy, that constantly reminded us of the disproportionate services that often happen in our communities of color. The disproportionate amount of need that is in our communities in our black and brown communities and it was a glaring reminder that everything is not equal you know as men we carry so many unseen uh, scars and so many trauma and so much trauma and adverse situations that we have carried. And shout out to my colleague and friend and brother, Danny Ross, who has this amazing book called messages we carry because we as black and brown men carry so many mixed messages that have come to scar us and cause us, I say it this way, to suffer secretly and silence in the shadow of shame because we have been taught to suppress our emotions and many of us don't know how to deal with uh, emotional intelligence and as a result, it's slowly killing us. We're told to shut up. We're told to man up. We're told to suck it up. We're told men don't cry. We're told men just do what they have to do and never all the while not having a safety zone or other men to contact and to reach out to. So the support system comes within ourselves and putting on the false mask of making it. And we've been even taught to fake it till you make it. And some of us are faking it so long that we don't even know what making it is like. We don't know how to make it physically physically. We don't know how to make it emotionally. We definitely don't know how to make it financially, spiritually, relationship-wise, or anything else. And we are killing ourselves all behind the shadow of not crying and not showing that we are vulnerable and not being transparent And yes, I do believe there is a difference between transparency and vulnerability. You know, many of us have learned to be somewhat transparent because that's a one way communication. I'll share just enough about myself so that, you know, that a little something about me. But I won't be vulnerable because vulnerable requires me to let down my guard. And if I let down my guard, I don't know what you will think about me or if you will use that information against me, bro. Are you all right? You good? I don't think so. Let's look at this. The COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 disclosed so many disparities that existed in our black and brown communities that affected us so much due to legal, social, economic, physiological, psychological, so many other different inequities. And we had to manage through them all. I mean, there were so many disparities in our health. And that this pandemic affected black and brown communities, especially black communities, anywhere from two to five times greater in some cases and in various areas throughout this country, more so than our white counterparts. Why? Because there was a disparity with our health. We know that this was a, um, respiratory type of situation. And too many of us are suffering with diabetes. Too many of us are suffering with heart disease. Too many of us are suffering with high blood pressure. Too many of us are suffering with obesity. Too many of us are suffering because we don't have access to clean and healthy foods. Too many of us are suffering because we are putting in our bodies too many fried foods and too many processed foods and too much sugar and too many things that are not building us up and in the proper Weights. Too many of us are not exercising. And as a result, we had disproportionate effects and disproportionate numbers of people who are in black or brown communities who were being affected and who were being infected, who were catching it, who were being incubated, who were going to the hospitals, and more importantly, who were dying. Bro, you good? I don't think so. And as a result of these inadequacies, We were reminded in 2020 of the intergenerational trauma. We were reminded in 2020 of systemic racism that continues to plague our black community for some 400 plus years. And every time we thought we were getting ahead, we were suddenly reminded, you haven't gotten as far as you think. And I'm not going to lie. At times, it was painful And it hurt. Bro, you good? (laughs) I don't think so. There's so much distress that was going on. Fear of COVID. Fear of the infection. Fear from the impact of death. Fear of losing my job. Fear that my children are home all the time. Fear that my kids won't get the proper education that they need. Fear that I won't be able to provide food and put food on the table. Fear that I can't pay my rent. Fear that the lights are going to get cut out. Fear that winter was coming and has come. And then I don't know what I'm going to do. Fear, fear. Fear that I can't get out this house. Fear that I don't have access to proper medical care. Fear that if I get sick, how am I going to be able to take care of myself? Fear that I have multi-generations living in this home and I can't go outside. Fear that now I have to do homeschool and they're giving me this uh, uh, tablet and they're giving me this, um, uh, 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 y'all, oh, I'm losing myself. Uh, fear, 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 fear that I, I don't know what to do with this Chromebook. And if I break it, I don't have the money to pay for it. And then I don't have internet. So how are the kids going to learn? Fear, fear. What do I do? Bro, you're good. <laughs> I don't think so. So many challenges. Let's talk about not only this distress. There's definitely psychological distress. In recent studies since the pandemic, it's showing that those in our black and brown communities, let's talk about that are the, in our black communities. 69% of those with mental health disorders, so many of them go untreated and undiagnosed. And let's talk about even with that and with some of our more serious mental health issues, schizophrenia, uh, bipolar, uh, some of these other ones, That number goes to 42% of them don't get any type of psychological or mental health. There's a problem, bro. Are you good? No, I don't think so. And because of the continued deaths, because of the Ahmaud Aubrey, because of the Breonna Taylor's, because of the George Floyd's, Chicago alone has reported an increase of suicide in that city since then. And of the suicide that happened, 80% of them were black men. Bro, are you good? I don't think so. And in a study even further in Chicago of those men and families that were surveyed, it's an alarming number that 15 plus percent of them had considered committing suicide and had suicide ideation. In other words, they were at their peak and just didn't know how much more they could take. Bro, are you good? I don't think so. And then we have to look within Three weeks of George Floyd dying. There were four major suicides in this nation. One in New York, two in California, 50 miles apart, and the other one in Houston, and all four of them by hanging. Now, I'm not into conspiracy theories, But there could be, and I know here in California, because that's where I live, there was the whole investigation that this was Klan or definitely racially permitted and and definitely racially uh, 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 promoted and racially driven because of that. And yet, it was easily chalked off as suicide. Bro, are you good? I don't think so, and I think I've said it on other podcasts, but if I didn't, I'm to, it bears repeating. I know for myself in our private practice I've had more black men come seeking therapy in the past six, seven, eight months than I have collectively in the past four years because black men brown men are at their breaking point and they don't know what to do. And as we're about to transition and slowly transition from a year plus being confined to our homes and having limited contact and having social distancing and not being able to hug and be around loved ones and our lives totally changed and totally altered and things changing constantly. What are we to do? I'm so glad you asked that question. We have to check up on each other by asking the simple question, bro, Are you okay? You good, fam? Shout out to Trey Taylor. And let's be honest it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to say, I need help. And men, my black brothers, men, my brown brothers, men, my yellow brothers, men, my white brothers. It's okay for us to check on each other. It's okay to say I'm hurting. It's okay to say I don't know how I'm going to make it. It's okay to say there are times I feel like giving up. And that's all that is. It's okay. And and statistics are showing that as we share our emotions, as as we are honest with each other and really break that down and say, I'm not doing okay. I need your support. I need your help. Bro, I can't do this right now by myself. That's okay. That's actually a sign of strength and not weakness. We all need somebody. I know I have my team of my brothers that I call. I know I have my team of black therapists, male and male therapists that I call. I know I have my team of consultants that I call when I'm not okay. Because why? I'm not going to pretend in 2021 that everything is all right when it's not. And guess what? (laughs) I'm good with that. I'm a human being in flesh and blood, full of emotions. And if I can be transparent with you, full of vulnerabilities, full of fears, full of insecurities. And there are times I have to talk to myself to say, Marty, you're going to make it. Yes, it might be hard right now. Yes, you may not even have the answers. I don't know what tomorrow brings. But for me right now, I'm going to be okay because I'm going to admit that I'm not okay. I want to leave with you a few takeaways that what you can do. First and foremost, what you can do and what we can do and what I'm going to challenge you to do Ask the question, bro, you good? Sis, you good? Mom, dad, you good? My kids, are you good? Godchildren, are you good? Nephew, you good? Cousin, you good? Coworker, you good? Ask the question, you good? Ask the question, how are you? Ask the question, how can I support you today so that you are in a better space mentally and psychologically? So ask the question. Number two, offer support. It's okay to offer support. We all need support. We all need someone to love. We all need someone to lean on. Offer support. And then for those of you offering support, I'm gonna challenge you as well. Write down your support system. Write down a minimum of three and maybe up to five or seven people that you can go to for support when you're not good, when you are good, when you need to bounce ideas off of someone. Get your support system together. Get your list together. Number three, Don't be afraid to refer yourself or your loved ones out for professional help. Get the help you need. Don't continue to secretly uh, be shameful and, and cry in secret in the shadow of shame. It's okay. Get help. Seek therapy. As a therapist, my job is not to tell you what to do. My job is to support you in this journey. And finally, follow through on your commitment. Make a commitment to yourself, to love yourself, and to make sure that you are good. We may never get an opportunity like 2020 ever again, but what we do have now is the opportunity to live our best life and not Worry about what happened in 2020. Put that in the rear view mirror and let it fade in the horizon of your past. But look to the future. Look for the positive. Look for hope. Bro, you good? You really do need to talk to someone. This episode of Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast is sponsored to you by Marcel Media Group, Marcel Consulting and Mental Health Services, Project Smith Designs, Z Creations, Carla Ray Photography, and Alex Robb's Design.